What's up? Welcome to the first episode of the Bad Ecstasy podcast. I feel like it's kind of odd for me to be recording this because I never thought that I'd really be making a podcast. You know, I've kind of humored at the idea of starting a podcast, just being like, oh, you know what? I should start a podcast. But that's kind of what everyone says. So, you know, I felt like because I didn't have a clear path that I wanted to go down with a podcast, I felt like it just wouldn't work and I shouldn't waste my time but my friend Gabe recommended I should do a podcast so you know why not for funsies um Gabe will definitely be on the podcast in the future 100% probably along with a lot of my other friends so that'll be fun um I feel like a good starter episode for this podcast is to talk about quarantine and COVID and I know that's not new news but I feel like it's something that strikes up good conversation so we're gonna start there A lot of my friends actually have started hybrid learning, which is odd for me because I have yet to actually see the inside of my high school, but I feel like it's very bittersweet, um, online learning, because while I do enjoy being able to roll out of bed and go to classes and not having to, you know, get up and actually go physically to my school, it's... It's sad because I do miss the normal bustle of school days and I do miss actually having connections and knowing people in my classes. So it's very odd not having normal school and also seeing my friends do hybrid learning while I'm still online, but I'm pretty sure that hybrid will start for my school in the few upcoming months. I feel as though not only is learning in quarantine very difficult, but being advised against socializing in general has also added a whole nother layer to it. And obviously for good reason, because we want to keep everyone safe and we don't want to continue the spread of COVID. But it's very disheartening because there have been a lot of teen suicides because of the isolation and because of how lonely people have felt. And I do feel bad. Um, I personally have not struggled too much with feeling alone. It's been difficult because I haven't been able to see my friends because I'm multiple states away. But my main concern, at least for me personally, is I have social anxiety. So all of the work that I put into being able to function neurotypically in social settings has completely regressed and I am back pretty much to square one maybe square two if I'm feeling generous but um it's definitely difficult and I feel like going back to in-person school will definitely be a challenge not only for me but for other people who struggle with mental health issues for me personally I haven't experienced this but I know at least one of my friends has They were telling me how they were talking to this one guy, I believe, and he just kind of stopped talking to them pretty soon after quarantine started. And, you know, a lot of people really stopped sticking around because things got hard. And I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people should try to take away from this experience is that I feel as though this experience really showed the people in your life who stay through thick and thin and the ones who kind of leave when it gets hard. So I feel like this is at least one thing that's positive that you can take from this experience, even though it's been 
a, a pretty bad experience. I'm not, I'm not trying to say it was, it was top notch. It was, it was pretty fucked, but, um, <laughs> I feel like that's one thing that we could all take from it is just being able to see, you know, who are the real ones and who are only there for the good times. Another thing that I noticed, which I personally think is positive, is that a lot of people have recently been changing the way they look or experimenting with different clothes or makeup. And I feel like it's all been a lot of rediscovery of self because I feel like a lot of people feel the need to fit in and feel the need to make it so that their appearance or the way they act does not cause any waves or have any backlash. But I feel like when you're at home, just with yourself, you can do whatever you want. So you can really experiment and find yourself. And I feel like that's something positive that's come out of this because I know for sure that I have definitely experimented more with makeup. I cut my hair. I like chopped it all off. And, you know, I feel, I feel more confident in myself. But I feel like because I've had time to kind of just be with myself and sit with myself, it's been easier to figure out kind of what I want and who I am because I haven't had to focus on other people for once. It's just been me. So I feel like that's pretty dope. And not only can you rediscover yourself or find cool things about yourself that you didn't know with experimenting in self-expression, but you can also delve into hobbies that you didn't know you were interested in because you didn't have time. Maybe now you're super into collages, or maybe you really like to cook, or maybe you really like to bike more. Um, You know, I feel like this quarantine has also opened up a lot of experiences that people kind of took for granted because they didn't have time because of school or, you know, social gatherings, but now they can experiment with things and hobbies that they didn't know were really fun. And you know, I've lost a lot of motivation to leave my house and take walks and exercise, and I know a lot of other people have as well, but honestly, quarantine's a super great time to start doing that. You have so much free time now, but it is hard. Um, You know, all of these things that I'm listing are great on paper, but it can be hard to get that routine going because without work or school to give you a pre-made routine that you can kind of build your life around you have to kind of start from scratch now and that can be really difficult and overwhelming for a lot of people and now because socialization and hanging out with friends in person has pretty much been cut off that can make it even more difficult but texting friends and calling family can always help with you know loneliness um But I I would recommend starting a journal. I started a journal, and it's been pretty dope so far. Um, I've made it so that it works for me, and so that every time I need to write in my journal, I'm excited to do so. And, you know, before I started a journal, I was always quite cynical of, you know, that kind of stuff, because I, you know, I was like, that's not gonna work, you know, whatever. But... It is helpful because, especially in quarantine, because all of the days have kind of mushed together. My weeks are really weird. I don't remember everything in order. So I feel like keeping a nice tracker 
is really helpful because now I actually know what day it is when someone asks me because time isn't as fluctuating. I know what day it is, what time it is. It's it's nice, honestly. And, you know, writing down my days and what I do and, you know, I always make sure to write down something that I'm grateful for in my journal entries, which has been really helpful, actually. It's definitely made me realize how much I actually have. And, you know, it's it's cheesy, but <laughs> it has worked. Um, so I definitely recommend it for anyone who needs it. It's really easy. Just get a piece of paper. And something that I think will work for everyone is just give like a little brief, you know, here's what I did today. And then do a list of things you're grateful for. You need like at least three. And then just like a little list of things you accomplished. Because I know at the end of the day, sometimes I feel useless and like I didn't do anything. But, you know, writing a list, even if it's just one thing, it's like, dang, I really I really went and showered, you know? <laughs> so I feel like that's always helpful. And then sometimes I like to take a Polaroid of something I accomplished so that, you know, I have it, I have it there so I can look at it if if I'm feeling down or something. So I feel like I feel like people should try that. If you don't have a journal, you know, you should try that. It's super fun. But not everything is as straightforward as it might seem on paper. You know, life is super messy and it it can get hard, especially with this pandemic. I know a lot of people have experienced much loss with loved ones who have passed because of COVID. My mom she knew some girls who she went to school with uh, who unfortunately passed to COVID, which is very sad because, you know, they were all in their, like, 20s, um, which is very unfortunate because, you know, it it does put in perspective that, you know, people young and old are dying from it, and it's it's very disheartening, you know, still seeing all of these, especially influencers, um, still going to large parties, it just seems so inconsiderate to the fact that literally thousands of people have died because they need to have a birthday party or something. Um, it's just really ridiculous. Um, but, you know, I have not had anyone in my family pass from COVID. My mom had COVID. Um, my mom's fiance had COVID and my mom's fiance's son had COVID. I didn't get COVID. Um, surprisingly, I did not have any symptoms. I was not feeling sick. Who knows? I might have been a carrier, but um, just asymptomatic. But everyone's fine. We didn't pass it to anyone. But, yeah, it was it was really odd um, because, you know, compared to what my mom had versus all of the awful stories of people who died from COVID, it's, it's like two different worlds, you know. It just shows that, you know, everyone's built different and <laughs> we're, we're just built different. Anyways, um, trying to be serious. Everyone's just built different and, you know, genetics have a huge part in it, but... Yeah, thank you for listening to this. I really appreciate it.